I, I haven't been able yet to be like at an, an NFT conference in the States, but I was just recently in Europe, in, in, in Paris. And, you know, it was crazy, you know, to just be there, like next, it was like a gallery next to the, to the Centre Pompidou, which is, I think, like the biggest, like it's the biggest museum of contemporary art in Europe. So like, it, you don't, you don't, you don't get any collection bigger than the one that they have. Beautiful. I mean, it's, 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 it's an, an amazing place, but even having had the opportunity to be there to see a couple of exhibitions, going back to the gallery where we were showing, you know, crypto art and talking about crypto art and NFTs, it felt like that energy that I was experiencing there with like the people that are doing all of this in France could potentially move to the Pompidou, right? And become part of like the, what their mission has been, which is kind of like, you know, bring into the museum experience, you know, like contemporary art and modern art, you know? Um, and it felt, you know, and I might be, totally wrong and, and and history might prove me totally wrong uh but but now I'm, I'm 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 so bullish on on all of it um and i feel on a on a like on a point where i truly believe on the thing that we've built here that i i, I have a feeling that yeah 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 eventually there's gonna be a crypto art um exhibition maybe a couple of days whatnot i'm not talking about like a a, a forever kind of exhibition but eventually, you know, it felt like we were so close to it. You know, it's just a matter of like crossing the street, like the gallery where we were cho showcasing crypto art in Paris was just, it was literally just crossing the street from the Pompidou. And I think, you know, even if that was literally, if you think about it metaphorically, it's beautiful. Right. We're very close. Talking about NFTs and that's Nifty. That's Nifty. All the great artists they come to this place to talk about the crypto space and that's Nifty. That's Nifty. That's Nifty. Your host for tonight's podcast are Tyler. Larry and Slime Sunday. Damn, that's nifty. Recording in progress. Hello, <laughs> Carlos. <laughs> let me let me change this. I apparently have like the wrong setup. Just yeah, no worries. Me. Yeah, bear with me for a little while because I was recording with like my Canon camera, but I'm I'm on my webcam. So let me. Uh, okay. There we go. Go. I mean, I've been doing this already for a little while, but you always get excited. And, you know, like that excitement gets in the way of thinking rationally, you know, <laughs> and like, you know, you, you think, you know, where like the things are, but then you don't find it, you know, but that was quick. That was quick. That was quick. That was quick. Let me get some more like sun in here. <laughs> it's sunny here in Mexico City. So let's try to get some more. Dark here already. Yeah. Where are you guys? Massachusetts. Yeah, Boston. Uh, Boston. <laughs> cool. Yep. Cool. It's already dark there. Yeah. yeah. It's dark, dark winter time. We got to get out of here into the spring soon. Right, right. We're, we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. We're almost there. 
slowly but surely. <laughs> slowly but surely. Yeah, I mean, next time, come to Mexico City. <laughs> it's got to be on the list. We just got back from Puerto Rico. Yeah, one of our oh, you were in... Yeah. Perfect, perfect. Let me see if I got, like, who's Tyler, who's Mike, Slimeson, like... I'm Tyler. <laughs> and I'm Larry. And you're Larry. Yeah. Okay, yep. cool, 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 cool. Tommy cool. Noble, I found on Twitter. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I, I was just telling Tyler, like, I, I felt your... Uh, your energy through just our DMs, and I was like, "Yeah, this is gonna be, gonna be a good one." <laughs> Thank sure. you. But so, so you're so you're Larry in real life, but you're Tommy Noble. I'm Tommy Noble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. <laughs> you know, dude, I, I I don't know how to introduce myself. Either. I'm just like, all right, yeah, I'm Larry. Who? I'm, I'm also Tommy. <laughs> I'm also AKA. Okay, that's great, man. I mean, I, I I I you guys have been doing like great work, you know. It's oh, already I don't know how many how many how many podcasts. So that's quite sixty, dude. Yeah, 60. you'll be lining up close to our one year anniversary episode. So um, it's tomorrow, one year. Oh shit, one year. Yeah, man, that's like a whole fucking decade, right? In, like <laughs> NFT times. That's feels like it. Yeah, yeah. So you're just like seventy years deep into this, pretty much compared to pretty us. Pretty much. If we're going up <laughs> NFT time, <laughs> so. pretty much, pretty much. Um, yeah. Yeah, dude. I mean, if you've heard us, I mean, you know, kind of how we flow. It's it's not necessarily uh, any type of any type of script or, or general line of questioning. So I, I <laughs> yeah, I uh, I guess for you, like being you know so early to the space, and I mean, we can get really dive into like you know kind of your ideas and, and ethics, however you want to put it, around uh, NFTs in general. But you're you're a crypto guy for, first, right? So. You come from uh, being crypto crypto native, and then did that? I guess give me give me a little bit of that background to kind of you yeah. Know, yeah. I mean, I I can go like really back in time because in 2012 I I bought my first Bitcoin, and that was my entrance into like the whole crypto space. I was um, I was living back then in the UK, in England, in London, um, <clears throat> because I did um, I started film directing. I got a scholarship. I'm from. You were in Puerto Rico. I'm, I'm actually from Puerto Rico. I was raised yeah. in Puerto Rico, even though I've been living for the longest year in, in, in Mexico. But um, before I moved into, into Mexi to Mexico, so that means, you know, like a long, long time ago, I spent some time in, in, in London. Um, so that's, that's where I, like, I actually bought my first Bitcoin, like 12, 13 years ago. Um, because I wanted to buy mushrooms off the fucking Silk Road, you know? I'm, I'm not fucking ashamed to like, you know, I've, I've said this already a couple of times, you know, I've talked about this already a couple of times that that was like my entrance into all of this. I don't remember exactly how I read about like the Silk Road and everything that was going on. Uh, but some, I mean, it's somewhere on, on the internet, obviously, right? Somewhere on the internet, like my, my always curious mind wandering around, you know, the interweb searching for like, you know, new information, <laughs> more things to put inside my brain. So I, I read about like the, the Silk Road and I actually know the price of Bit. What was the price of Bitcoin back then? Because I bought um, $60 worth of Bitcoin, which was 0.5. So I know Bitcoin was at $120. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's that's crazy. I, I, I ended up using that 0.5 Bitcoin on some shrooms. So you can <laughs> the, most say those, the most today. expensive shrooms. <laughs> like, fuck the big side, you know, like you have like, no, 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 no. 
those are like actually twenty twenty thousand dollar mushrooms. <laughs> twenty thousand dollars, if you will. Truffles, truffles. <laughs> I stole them truffles. You know that will make me feel better about it. So, so I mean, but it was it was a, a wonderful trip. I think the whole experience of like because I, I at first I thought okay, I mean I'm losing my money. This is this is bullshit. This is never gonna get to me. Um, and I, I waited a couple of, you know, very anxious days. And I, I thought, you know, that the fucking Scotland jar was going to like, you know, uh, <laughs> come, 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 you know, opening the door <clears throat> where I used to live. And but the, but the fucking package came through, you know, um, and it was like the whole fucking experience of like, how did that work? You know, how did I manage to get this kind of like money? Right that that functions in, in in this kind of way was crazy um i had like a great psychedelic experience i mean it was probably one if not the most therapeutic experience i've had with like any kind of psychedelic psychedelics i haven't done shrooms in, in a while i became a father so i have kids so you know i i, I mean i i only smoke weed now <laughs> i'm taking it easy i'm <laughs> taking it easy <laughs> but but uh but that's how I got into it. And then the next day, I call a friend who I hadn't talked to in, in like a long while from Puerto Rico. And I told him like the whole freaking experience. And, and it's funny because he actually got into like the financial and money uh, side of things while I was just kind of like, um, you know, for me, for me, the, the whole interesting thing was the fact that I bought something off a decentralized a marketplace that it's hidden, hidden like on the dark, dark web, that kind of thing. That, that, that was for me the, the interesting thing about it. But my friend got really, really, really into it while I didn't. Um, yeah, which is funny. Like it, it, he, he, you know, he did, he, he's done well for himself. But then eventually I'm just trying, like, trying to make like the long story short. Then in 2018, I was working for a design studio in Beijing. And he was working for a blockchain company in Shanghai, in China. I mean, how does these two Puerto Rican <laughs> guys end up, you know, in, in China instead of like the U.S.? Because that's kind of like the place where you would expect, you know, Puerto Ricans to end up or Mexicans. But we were he was he was in Shanghai and, and I was in Beijing. And, 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 and it's, it's this kind of friend that you don't talk to like uh, for a long time. And then you all of a sudden catch up, so something like that. He told me like, "What the fuck are you doing in Beijing?" I was like, "I'm working for a, for a design company here in Beijing." You know, I was already in Mexico. I was here in Mexico. Um, things got like really complicated uh, economically, and so I just, you know, like any other good Mexican migrant, I just left Mexico to go work somewhere else. But in this case, it was China, right? Um, and but it wasn't the you know the, like the 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 working culture um, wasn't the best. Um, even though like the 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 guy running the studio he wasn't Chinese he was um, from Belgium. Anyway, I don't give a fuck. You know, like that guy was terrible. <laughs> like fuck him. Honestly, <laughs> like fuck him. He was he was quite like you know like ah quite abusive with with the with the employees. Um, so so I I I. I became like i started talking again with this with the fr friend of mine who i told uh, about bitcoin the next day right this is crazy because like like how how come that knowledge or that something that i put out like i i wanted to share it with somebody 
like eventually came all the way around and then he offered me <coughs> a job no at the blockchain company in Shanghai as a designer. So if I hadn't bought those mushrooms of the Silk Road in 2012, <laughs> I would not have ended up working for this blockchain company in Shanghai. And that's where I really got into like crypto. So like to answer your question, like, yeah. Yeah, so I was already like into, into crypto. And then when I got into, into this company, where like I started working for this company, then I started like to get more seriously into it. And then eventually I read about NFTs, you know? I remember it was like crypto kitties and I bought myself a couple of crypto kitties. Um, and yeah, and I was there working for these people. I, they, they, they would pay me in Bitcoin. Wow. So, so that's also how I thought like, oh, there's something really interesting here where I can exchange my create creativity for crypto. Just because, you know, this guy who was in China was easier it was easier for him like when he met me, when he met me he just told me straight away like are you willing to get your salary in bitcoin and i say yeah fuck yeah like i didn't <laughs> understand that completely right i was like getting acquainted again with bitcoin but i was in a situation where i was like i'm just looking for a really good job where i can grow and i can feed my family and and he said it's it's in bitcoin it's you're gonna be be paid in bitcoin i said yeah yeah let's let's go for it you know um and it was three thousand per bitcoin but remember that last time that i <laughs> left bitcoin it was a hundred twenty dollars yeah yeah so it was like really like all this obviously like you know it went to twenty thousand it came down again but i i i didn't care about like the because i was taking a look at it in a very macro way, right? I wasn't taking a look at like the, the, the uh, medium term, short term, you know, swings in the market. It was like I left Bitcoin at $120 and now it's uh, $3,000. So it, for me, it was like, it's a no brainer. Yeah. Um, so I, I was getting paid, you know, I was there for like a couple of years before then eventually I left that to become a full time fucking crypto artist. I love you it. Know? One I of the do. first to like quit everything and just depend solely on your crypto earnings, right? Right. I, I, I think I, I, I mean, at, at least I like to say I was one of the first, you know, and you know that in, 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 in NFT land, in, in, in everybody, you know, wants to say I was the first one at this. I was the first one at doing this. <laughs> so that's kind of like, you know, my claim to fame, you know, uh, but I'm not I'm, I'm actually not 100 percent sure. But, you know, obviously when I jumped full time, like the, the, the whole thing was a lot smaller. So I, I, I think, you know, I, I have a sense that actually I was one of the first ones to like, I don't have any other option. Like the, the old job that I had with the studio, it was definitely coming to an end. Um, I always say like it wasn't like COVID-19 that that it was it was the fact that the company wasn't able to adapt. Um, quickly enough to COVID-19 and how, you know, we were supposed to start working from that point onwards and, and they weren't able to, to make that transition. Um, so I didn't, I knew that it was coming to an end, right? I knew it, I knew it. And um, then if, eventually, you know, it came to an end, um, but I was, I, I, I had already been, you know, minting NFTs for like four months, three to four months, more or less. Um, so not a lot. Um, I wasn't making a lot of money. I mean, I think the most expensive NFT that I had sold back then when I decided to go full time 
I think it was six hundred dollars. Um, you know, in if back then. Yeah. Um, three ETH, and, maybe. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that, like three ETH. Yeah. You know, it was six hundred dollars. And and when I started to see those kind of numbers, I mean, and it sounds funny now when you think about like all the crazy numbers that came after that. But 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 for me, it was like, okay, this is you know good enough. I'm I'm gonna jump in. I don't have any other option. You know, um, I I had the my my wife was backing me up. You know, like the, the the rationale was like we can always go back to being nine to five employees, always, always. Like that that's always gonna be there for us. Like we've been doing that um, our whole life. You know, most of our adult life. So what the fuck? Like let let's try it out. Like if it doesn't work, we will go back to, you know, I'll go back to McDonald's. <laughs> I will go, I'll go, go yeah. back to, to the fucking design studios. But yeah, the I mean, rates hourly now. <laughs> they don't pay in Bitcoin. They yeah, don't pay in Bitcoin though. But that's, that's a hell of a story, like, man. It takes a lot of guts to do that, especially in 2019. Like, you know, to say I'm I'm going full time in on this is like a big commitment. And like you were right. We commend you. Yeah. You made the right decision. I was gonna say, I always feel like uh like like something will happen in this space. Right. And, and you're someone that, you know, has kind of been there and seen it. And that's, that story is like a prime example of like you, you minting and selling stuff at, you know, $200 per ETH at the time is like you buying 0.5 Bitcoin for your mushrooms back in the day. And then like seeing the full circle. So I always kind of, right. I always drift back to your account when there's stuff kind of brewing. Cause I feel like you're just, uh, you're just sitting there like that, uh, uh, that James Franco meme where he's got the noose around his neck and he's just like, first time. Exactly. Exactly. And I still get kind of like on like I, I, I fucking hell. Like I, I, I've, it's been such a surreal, right? Like there's nothing that I can say with certainty about nothing, like about everything that has happened to me and, and about everything that I've seen happen um because i feel like i'm gonna need kind of like the foresight i don't know if i'm using like the right term in, in english of like a, a couple of more years you know or maybe yeah. five years or something like that um and to be able to come back to everything that has happened because i know it sounds already like a cliche but for me it's ever more true it's like we're so fucking early like all of us are really early like we haven't barely even seen like where all of this is going so, so I mean, up until very recently, I was getting like uneasy whenever I saw kind of like the downturns in the markets. I was like, oh, is this over? Like, okay, that was a fun ride. Okay, that was good. <laughs> <laughs> I had like a, a, a good, you know, whatever, like two years of being like a, a, an NFT artist, you know? Um, that was fun, that was fun. Pack it up, let's go, you know? But, but it's, it's, it's keep on it's it's keep on going it keeps on going i, I don't understand yeah. it i don't know how to explain it i don't, I don't know. know bro i just got a notification from coinbase that ETH is down 4.6 percent today so i don't know i think it might be over, <laughs> it might be over. <laughs> nfts are on sale man <laughs> exactly exactly so yeah i mean it, it's been so fun it's been surreal um i'm getting used to it like i feel like i'm finally getting comfortable inside the skin of somebody who is 24 seven and it's and has been 24 seven breathing eating you know living nfts for the past two years and a half 
Like I'm just getting comfortable with the idea that that happened, right? And and right in the fucking middle of like a global pandemic, nonetheless, just yeah. to make it more fucking, you know, surreal, <laughs> right? And, and 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 harder to explain to my grandchildren eventually, maybe. <laughs> you know, like I don't know how all this happened in the middle of you know this global situation. So so, but that's why probably like you say like I you know like the energy that I have. It's 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 that it's it's the fact that I um, like I wake up every day with with the knowledge that this is the most fucking surreal ride that I've ever been on, right? So it seems like every day it's 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 exciting, you know. We're both building something new, so I mean I'm I'm always pumped, even though you know I, I mean I can be tired, I didn't sleep well, I don't care. Like once I start like talking about NFTs with people that are passionate about NFTs, it's like. Game over, game over, you know, like, I'm just gonna like start talking about it, even though, you know, I might be tired, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you used a word earlier, sovereign. And I feel like that's a big part of this whole movement is being able to just be independent, you know, and be able to run all your own projects, all your own ideas through yourself and bet on yourself. Um, how, how has that changed like your entire life? I feel like, I mean, you're not really dependent on, an employer or anything like that anymore. It's all you, you know, is that pressure or is it excitement? That That's actually super exciting. That's the best part of all of it. I mean, it's being sovereign. It's being able to do whatever you want to do, whatever you feel you want to do. And I'm not going to be like completely naive. Like if you ask any artist, it doesn't matter if it's like traditional artists or NFT artists, I mean, the ones that do well inside the market, I mean, it, there's an awareness of, you know, where things are going, um, who's collecting what, that kind of thing. So in a way, you're inevitably, you're kind of like adjusting yourself to the market. And I think whoever tells you that it, that's not true, like, eh, I mean, I, eh, I mean, who knows? I mean, every, every experience is, is, is different, but, but but even with that even with that even with the idea i remember like um talking about like at the beginning on superware like the limitations there was there was no mp4 so everybody had to do gifts you know even if you yeah. if, even if you were doing mp4s before um on instagram or whatnot like i was doing mp4s and then when i got on superware it was like i need to do gifts you know and i don't i don't think a lot of artists Speaking of about that, like the way that the platform informs what you do, um, which is interesting, and I think it's a, like its own topic for another time. Um, but <clears throat> but even with those limitations, um, I've been most for the most part. I've been doing whatever I want to do. You know, I've been trying to express what I want to express. Um, if, if it's kind of like more political, with the fiat is violence. Kind of series where I'm talking about like fiat money and crypto and that kind of thing, or if I'm just doing kind of like the the infinity rooms or the sacred artificiality animals, and they're just kind of like more, you know, it's me just being doing art while being high. Yeah, basically, <laughs> basically. To Dude, be honest, you know, I, I was gonna say I, I I love to hear that in in just the sense that like. Uh, in looking at your work, like I just, it's not necessarily like, oh, like that's some Carlos's work. It's like whoever's making this is having some fucking fun, and 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 it comes through, and, and you can see it in your work. So like, just understanding how someone kind of breaks down, you know, curation for themselves, right? 
and and picking and choosing and and you know the message that they're trying to send. No matter what the message is that's behind your work, I you can sense that you're having a good time at the very least because it, like this right now, it just brings off that energy and uh, you can definitely see it and feel it too. Dude, I think that's the first time that I've heard that. And uh, makes me super happy that you say that, <laughs> you know, because I haven't like, it, it, because it's true, you know, like I, I, I've tried to like enjoy myself. I, I understood that I finally probably had the opportunity to have like a proper platform, right? To, to express myself and to say what I, whatever I wanted to do and not be, I mean, I, I don't come from being an artist. I come from being a, a designer. So I, I come from being told what, you know, for the most part, what to do, right? Whatever the client wants to, to, to you know, to see. Um, so, so to finally like break free from that, even, even if for like, you know, periods of time, I thought that was only gonna be temporarily Like I was telling before, like I didn't know how long all of this was gonna last. I mean, for me, it was like, I don't give a fuck. Like this yeah. has been really, really interesting. It has been really meaningful to me. Like, I don't care, like, I don't even care like how, however history decides to like think about NFTs eventually. Like I was in the middle of it, you know, like yeah. it was really fun. I, I, I had the opportunity to talk to like some of the most amazing minds not even in crypto like in technology in culture period you know so i, I don't care I, like i don't i don't care like how does it end up i mean i have a feeling we're all gonna end up in the history books <laughs> it might sound a little bit pretentious but i think i mean it's not it's not to be taken lightly whatever the fuck we've been able to do here Right. You know, like when people get together and they have like, you know, even though we've been using Twitter, which is centralized, but then we have NFTs, which are decentralized, because I think especially with NFTs, you cannot talk about like black and white, like it's fucking gradients of like everything, you know, decentralization, you got gradients of it, um, <clears throat> depending on the blockchain, depending on, you know, many, 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 many factors. Um, but but that that doesn't, you know, that's part of the beauty of it. That's part of the beauty of it. Like there, there's so, I mean, so yeah, I, I, I have no fucking regrets whatsoever, you know, whatsoever. I don't care. I've been able to, to be by myself, to like explore my mind more, you know, like even like smoking more weed than I did when I was 20 years old, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. Like, I mean, maybe when I was 20, like I, I was smoking weed, but I didn't, I didn't have the opportunity to say like, now you can smoke weed because now you're sitting down. I mean, I would go high to the fucking studios, but it was kind of like, at some point it's like, oh, this sucks. Like I'm high, but I'm listening to this guy tell me that what, what he thinks it's, it's art. And <laughs> a lot of like designers have gone through this. So to, 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 to be able for the past two years to have had the, the opportunity to just be by myself and figure out who I am and what I want to like communicate to the world um, and have like a fucking beautiful community around everything, right? Not necessarily only myself, but the whole idea, the whole concept of like habitat, having like rare digital art. It's, it's, it's been, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, cut me, cut me because I can't keep talking. <laughs> Tell me to shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, we love it, man. Absolutely love the passion. It comes through. I mean, I feel the same way. I, I just had the question about like, 
when you heard about NFTs, was that the moment where you were like, I'm done designing other people's stuff? Like, I, I want to start making my own art? Or were you already like dabbling on the side, like creating things that were not specifically from the studio? Um, I, I'm going to say like, there were like periods of time where I was doing the things that I wanted to do and that I felt, you know, that were more like artistically oriented. And, and, and I come from like wanting to do films. So I actually got into digital, um, into like After Effects, into like my 3D software, because I wanted to work in, in like the film industry. Like I wanted to do BFX. I wanted to do like my own films, um, independent sci-fi films. I've always been like really into like sci-fi mostly. Um, I, I really like like sci-fi and I still have like, I feel like I have a couple of like things to say regarding like that genre, genre and like its relationship with Latin America um, that it, I think it would be really cool to explore, you know, later on. I think even in my NFTs, there's something about that. Like there's something about like, how do I take, you know, Latin American culture into like, you know, the future, right? Like whatever, like whatever that future looks like, but it's it's been, like a search to bring whatever I bring, you know, culturally into like the 21st century, right? And into like the Web3 world, like that's been kind of like the aim. So for me, it all feels, that's why it feels so fucking surreal because, you know, <laughs> when I really like, you know, sit down to think, you know, about all of this, it just feels like I'm living inside like a sci-fi film. Like I, I, <laughs> I, I and, it, I, and it, it's not like, oh, 30 years ago, like if, no, 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 no. Two years ago, you had told me like NFTs were going to like, so the fact that we're still talking about it and we're talking about like all the things that have happened in the last two years. Ah, uh, come on. Isn't that so fucking sci-fi? Yeah. It really is. Yeah. It's a Black Mirror episode. It, it is. It is. It, it completely is. I mean, it's, and it goes back to the idea that fiction, uh, reality is stranger than, fic than fiction, you know, um, that fiction eventually precedes like te technological advancements. Like, you know, that's what happened in the beginning of the 20th century with, uh, what's the name of the French guy? The, the not the Lumiere, the one that, Voyage uh, to the Moon, like the, the trip to the moon. And then <laughs> you had, you know, you know, the Americans going to the moon. Um, so it, it like fiction, it always like <coughs> precedes reality. And, and, and it's crazy to still see that because people tend to think like everything has been said and done. And, and I think especially like Web3 and NFTs, it's like, it's proven all that wrong. Like they, we were led to believe at least like my, my, um, my generation, right? As like, um, I think I'm like a, a, an old millennial, right? I'm not like a geriatric millennial, <laughs> you know? So, so I'm, <laughs> which I find, it's great. I love it. I love it. Like I, that, that's it. That's how it feels like, you know, like I'm still in the middle of my life, but I'm getting old, you know, so it's precisely that term. Yep. Um, and in, and in right in the middle of my life, all of this, like really strange things, you know, are happening um, that it's 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 crazy. But I honestly think there, there there's there's no other option for 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 people like myself and for other people in like my generation and below. I mean, I, I honestly think I might sound like a fucking maximalist, um, but at least I'm not like choosing between Bitcoin or Ether or like Solana. <laughs> I think all of it. I mean, obviously, you know, there's things that are going to fail that are not going to be around. But but at the end of the day, like, I don't think there's anything else for like my generation 
like what were like like all time high like prices in in like housing, right? So it's kind of like you're a little bit late to that, right? I mean, you can always put you know your money into stocks, but I mean we're kind of like behind, you know, like all all statistics show that you know. Um, we, we, we are like, you know, behind what our parents were, were, were doing back in the 80s, right? When you, you realize how much they own of like the wealth in the United States or in Mexico or in Europe, like we're behind. And it seems to me like there's no fucking other option rather than like other than, than, than crypto. Like I, I, I wouldn't have, I, I didn't stood a chance without crypto in my life. I think we're in a generation now that's going to see just exponential growth every generation. We're going to be that one that like saw it before it started going crazy. And then like, you know, with the internet, everything is just like ramping up so quick. And I don't think we'll ever have a sense of like familiarity. I think the culture will change. I think everything will just keep moving at this pace or faster. Honestly, I I don't know what's going to happen. Or faster. I think it's faster. I think it's faster. I'm sorry to say it's just, it's not gonna slow down. Right. You know, it's not gonna slow down. You know, like the the the, the is it like more slow? Like I mean, it's 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 debatable, right? Like how fast? Like if we still have, but but it feels to me, it feels to me like I don't have to like read anything. Just in my own um lifetime, the things that I've been able to see. I mean, it just tells me like how fast things. Are, are, are because then you read like a fucking book like Homo Sapiens by Yuval Noah Harari, the same guy that that wrote um, Homo Deus, which I think are like you know wonderful books that everybody should read. Um, I actually in in Homo Deus, well let, let me like with Homo Sapiens, like you 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 can see how long it took for like one person to move, like you know how many generations to get to like fucking agricultural society like that right. took a, 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 like a fucking long time to get there you know <laughs> and then from like the agricultural society and then you have like massive cultural shifts or they might not be massive but at least they're compounding constantly if that makes sense you know yeah they're compounding constantly so it's like okay you have the internet but then you have like internet of value and then you have like the currencies but then you're able to put you know non-fungible on that like boom, 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 boom. And then you're like building the whole fucking metaverse matrix in no time. In no I think time. We're there. Yeah, we're there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just can't help but think of The Simpsons right now. And, and I'm not a, a huge Simpsons fan, but just for everything that that they've called, just like in premonition, like coming true, it's like it goes back to you what I was saying. It's like, a, you know, fiction being it like influenced exactly. by you know exactly so so this is like this isn't totally on like the sci-fi type of conversation that that you were having but to go back to like your work like with your infinite rooms is there a story behind those just in like how those were developed or like when you had the idea and, and kind of conceptualized it and it was like this is something that i'll be working with I, I, I had been working with like infinitely looping things before I got the idea for the infinite rooms, the infinity rooms. Uh, but I'm, I'm glad to say like the infinity rooms are like native to like my experience with on with NFTs. Um, and, and, and they mean and, and with like as time has gone by, like they mean something else. I discovered that might sound very like, you know, pretentious, <laughs> like 
the stuff artists said, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it gets better. The meaning gets bigger with, with time. Uh, uh, but it's actually, there's there's some truth to that. You know, there's actually some truth to that, you know. Sure. Um, yeah, it's, it's a bit it's, naive it's, and you, like, <laughs> you have a certain idea in mind when you made it but you didn't realize how right you were. And it just like kind of grew into what it was supposed to be. I got you. Right. I got right, you. Right, right, right. And, 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 and I was like at a point where I was like, I need to do like whatever you hear, like influencers saying now, and because I've heard like a couple of like big influencers, like don't tokenize that much. Just make sure like create all the time. Like you need to be creating all the time, but you don't necessarily need to be tokenizing everything. Like I think you know, every kind of artist needs to be able, like any good artist, you know, needs to be able to edit himself herself out um, a little bit. But 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 I remember, like at that point, it was like it was like when I I figured out that Bitcoin was sound money. It was kind kind of like that where I figure it like it, it like it just clicked like it was like what like that's so you're gonna have russia yeah. legalizing bitcoin and trying to get as much bitcoin as possible but then you're gonna have the u.s government government eventually getting two billion dollars worth of bitcoin you know and now owning like i i i got it i got it like it's it's finite it's it's finite it's finite right people are gonna like you're gonna have the fucking russian government and the american government fighting over it you know like any other kind of resources and kind of like you know doing kind of like oh who has the bigger dick kind of thing like oh exactly. i have this many amount of bitcoin oh no i have this many amount <laughs> of like and what but but but, but okay. i got it I, I i was like shit, that that is gonna happen so okay i'm not the russian government i'm not you know the american government i'm not even the salvadorian government you know? <laughs> But I need to get myself, you know, some of, of this before, you know, it's 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 becoming, you know, more scarce. It's it's I need to get on this. So 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 with 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 NFTs, it was kind of like the same thing. Like I don't like I didn't I didn't know exactly how big everything was going to get and how fast everything was going to happen. But I had a feeling about it, you know, um, so that meant that I needed to find stuff that I felt, you know, that this is me, this is who I am, you know, and that I was willing to, it, I, like, like the connection with the, when I got Bitcoin, it's like how I got, how I understood that whatever I put on the blockchain was going to be on the blockchain forever. Right. Right. And, and that, and that made it more, um, more interesting. I'm not going to say it was more stressful because <laughs> there, there, there's like a dimension of like it being more stressful because you're putting you're writing on stone right yeah right it's uh, forever uh, uh, it's forever um so 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 for me the infinity room was something like i've been doing loops i've been i've been obsessing about like dj loops because that's how i got into 3d art it's like you know you have to look like like what people did also in in the beginning like like any any 3d artist has believed like before NFTs that you know I, I'm gonna do BJ loops. So 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 it's like I stole that. You know, like Picasso said, like a good artist, uh, like how did copies what artist copies and, yeah. and, 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 and right and like the uh, good artist steals. So I think it's, it's like I stole the whole idea of like the BJ loop and I and I thought to myself, this shit can become something artistic. 
and it can eventually have some kind of artistic value. Um, so it came from like being a, a second thought of like a fucking DJ show, you know, yeah. where it's like, it doesn't even like people don't even care about like the visual stuff because, yeah. you know, you're just going there for the music, but that's how a lot of like, you know, Tweety artists survive for the longest time, including people like people. Yeah. Right. So for me, um, and this is something that I probably like, I've thought about like, like more recently. But it, it has to do with like, this is like where I come from, but NFTs gives me the opportunity to offer it as something different with a different flavor to offer it to collect or make it a little bit more, I mean, artistically inclined to, you know, just to, uh, and that's how they came about. And then kind of like the obsession of them looking forever, you know, and not all of them look perfectly, which sucks, but I, but it's like, <laughs> It's like I, I, I've seen mistakes after the fact, after I minted. And then the blockchain has also become the place where I, I, I've minted my mistakes, right? And, 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 I, and then the idea of how I see my relationship with the blockchain as an artist also changed because it's like, it's everything. Fuck it. Okay, I'm going to try to make them like as perfect as I can. But even if I don't get there because I have like, I want to hit deadlines, so I want to be able to put this out you know, for like next month or whatnot, it doesn't matter. Like, like, I, like the blockchain, it just, it's just going to like document the whole thing. For sure. I, it, so like, I'm curious about this too. So what's your thought process and like your curation and like your balance, um, where you curate, what you're curating and, and what you're at, you're putting out there and, and obviously stamping pretty much, but like nifty um, gateway versus like super rare versus makers place more so about the content more so about, yeah, more mm -hmm. so about like where, where like, you know, concepts are coming from and, and what's like a, you know, a, a general process for you. Like I'm bringing this project here per se, or like I'm bringing this yeah. here in the like small scoped curation. So yeah. I don't know, just, yeah, just yeah. more so in yeah. general, any, any, any think, thoughts on that? I think I, I can answer like both questions. <laughs> There's I like can. six in there. <laughs> There's like six in them. Yeah. yeah, 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 for sure. Wow, I can like talk for hours about this also because at the beginning <laughs> of like when I start, like I, I just wanted to try out like every fucking platform out there. Yep. Like I, I never felt like I was like, up, like I, I needed to be, you know, um, necessarily um, linked or connected or like I felt any kind of like with any kind of platform. I, I don't think I, I, I do to like, even to this point, even though I tokenize more on, on super rare and I'm like, you know, I've become more part of like the, the, the whole project because, um, I don't know if you guys heard, like I recently, you know, participated on the whole super rare space, um, race and, and, and I won one of the, one of the spots. Um, and I actually, I, I came in last, 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 um, space, uh, place, sorry, last place. So I just want to, I'm going to try to make a joke because I, I've been thinking about this. <laughs> like, like I, I felt, and I was like, when I'm, when I'm going to like admit to this and you know, why not like, you know, this, this podcast right here, that's, Perfect. you know, to like, it felt like I was like, when, when Trump won the elections, like he, he didn't expect to win and he won. You know, and it was like the same with me, you know, like, it was the same with me. I was like, oh shit, we won. Uh, we got a we got a spot. So now we gotta make this happen, you know? Uh, um so so I, I'm gonna oh, say yeah. just recently with kind of like the rare drop and with the super rare space, 
I felt kind of like they've made, I'm going to say it like that, like they've made like an effort to, to kind of like commit me to what they're building, you know, right, even, yeah, yeah. Though, even if there's no, I mean, there's no contract, right? There's no, um, it's, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's something, it's, it's, it's unwritten, right? It's in the ether, which is kind of like something also interesting because we, we, we're always thinking about like blockchain is trustless, but obviously, you know, there's a lot of things where you need to kind of like, oh, I mean, win my trust over, you exactly. know, like that, that kind of thing. Like how, how are you like, how, well, like, where's the effort to make me part of like the platform, that kind of thing, you know, but, but at the beginning, like, it was like, I'm just going to like try out every fucking platform. And even I got people in like different platforms saying to me, like, like, why are you jumping so much? You know, why are you like <laughs> going from one platform to the other? Um, but like the, the, the idea was like, I'm, I'm just like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, you know? Like, like who knows what we're doing here? Like, oh, <laughs> all of a sudden, like, apparently I just became a crypto artist. Like, what's that? Like, even myself, I, I, I don't completely, you know, up until recently where I have like much more of like an, an idea of who I think I became um, thanks to NFTs, but like I didn't have any fucking idea of who I was, but 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 supposedly I needed to define myself and figure out like what platform I wanted to use. And if I if I, if I wanted to like make my own smart contract and, you know, it, 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 it's that's the that's the beautiful thing of this, like it's being trial and error constantly, you know, everybody has been kind of like figuring out stuff and trying out stuff. And then you have like that little little period with, you know, you got a lot of like people getting hacked, you know, and I think a lot of people start started to like, you know, take security more seriously, right? When you're trading and selling and, you know, interacting with NFT platforms. And so, so it's been like a constant learning. And um, yeah, I don't know if I answered the question, like I'm just going. 100%. Yeah. And we, we try to do the same thing and buy stuff on different platforms. It was all about trying them all out, kind of understanding how they all worked, how they interacted differently, what kind of utility they could provide based on, you know, this new technology that we knew nothing about. <laughs> right, right. And I, and I love them all. Like, I love them all. I mean, I, I, I like to answer Tommy's or Larry's, <laughs> Larry's like question, <laughs> like, you know, exactly. No, I'll call you Larry. I'll call you Larry. Um, because that's how you introduce yourself. So um, that's, that's, <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I'm glad to be able to, to call you by your name, brother. Like that, I, I, I don't take it lightly. Thank I you. I appreciate that. Thank you. I appreciate so, that you remembered. <laughs> right. Like, like which one I said uh, first. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I just, that's too much information. Uh, but, but anyways, you know, like I, I, I love them. I love them all. But now like the kind of like rhythm, like that's what I wanted to get at. Like, like yeah. I feel more comfortable tokenizing one of ones just because it feels, it fits better with uh, my lifestyle. Like, you know, if I had more time to develop like projects, like, you know, like, like drops, like, like what you have on Nifty Gateway, which I think you know, they've built their own kind of like NFT genre. And yeah. I think that's pretty amazing about what, you know, Nifty Gateway has done. Like they've carved their own way of thinking about them. And I think that's like, like because if you think about like Super Rare, Known Origin, Maker's Place, they, they kind of like feel the same, you know, like they feel mm -hmm. they come from like the same, you could say like crypto art kind of like thing. 
and then Nifty Gable was able to like demonstrate that you could do it in in with other kind of like mechanisms. And I think you know that's kind of like the genius of 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 like Nifty Gateway. But for example, it takes a, a little bit longer to do that. And I, you know, because I've had drops on Nifty, I've been on Superbird, I've been able to do like um, stuff on async, you know, with the layers yep. um, and the kind of like program, programmable <clears throat> NFTs. Um, so I, I've been all over the place, you know? Um, and I, I feel now that, um, that I'm comfortable just kind of like, and now I'll answer Larry's question, like, I, I I don't know when the idea is gonna show up, you know. Like right. I, I I've been doing my thing. Um, I'm a I'm a father, you know. So I have three kids that are like you know really difficult to deal with, you know. They're 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 a they're a, they're a handful. I think that's how you say it yeah. right? in English. <laughs> they're a handful, you know. <laughs> Especially like the, the the bigger one, like she she's super cool and super calm, but then like the little ones, you know, they got too much energy. Um, <laughs> So they take a lot of energy, but then, you know, I, 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 I take out things from, you know, from being, being out with them and, 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 and going out with them and, and, and I get inspired with the things that I experience, you know, with them. Um, so I, I don't, I don't kind of like, I, I, I prefer that kind of rhythm, but I, I think what I was trying to say, is like, I've, it's taken me, you know, a lot of time to be on all the different NFT platforms that have, you know, let me drop on them. And I, you know, I use this opportunity opportunity to say thank you, you know, to all of them, because I, I mean, yeah, I've dropped in, 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 in a lot of them. So even if it was like only two NFTs on, on this one, um, but those are like two NFTs that I saw. Like I, I can say, you know, you know, um, proudly today that I'm, all sold out on on every platform that i've ever dropped an nft on so that means that i own a little bit of like what i've been able to build right in the past two years to all of them to all yep. of them yeah all of them i owe something to all of them you know and i feel fortunate enough you know that they've given me the chance and maybe i'm getting even like emotional right now because thinking about like the opportunities it makes me feel like so fucking like grateful. Like I, I feel really grateful to all the people, you know, working behind these platforms because they've let me do my thing um, and keep growing uh, as a crypto artist. And something else to feel great about is I'm sure you inadvertently brought collectors from other platforms to where you were dropping your other NFT. You know what I mean? Quite probably. And, you know, and that's just spreading the whole community around. Right. Right, right. Quite probably, quite probably, quite probably. Um, because it becomes bigger, right? Like that, that than any of of the uh, like each platform. Like it becomes, it's it's um yeah, it becomes just bigger, and it and it feels like we're building something that it doesn't. And and I and I love the platforms. Like I I love all of them, but at the end of the day, like it it's true. Like community, it's it's what matters. You know, like the experiences that we've. We've been like we've been having together, right? Um, I, I haven't been able yet to be like at an, an NFT conference in the States, but I was just recently in Europe, in 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 Paris, and you know it was crazy, you know, to just be there, like next. It was like a gallery next to the to the Centre Pompidou, which is I think like the biggest 
uh, like it's the biggest museum of contemporary art in Europe. Um, so like it, you don't you don't you don't get any collection bigger than the one that they have. Um, beautiful. I mean, it's 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 an, an amazing place. But even like even having had the opportunity to be there to see a couple of exhibitions, going back to the gallery where we were showing you know crypto art and talking about crypto art and NFTs. It just felt like it, it had some like it felt like that energy that I was experiencing there with like the people that are doing all of this in France could could potentially move to the Pompidou, right? And become part of like the, what their mission has been, which is kind of like, you know, bring into the museum experience you know, like contemporary art and modern art, you know, um, and it failed, you know, and I might be totally wrong and, and, and history might prove me totally wrong. Uh, but but now I'm, 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 I'm so bullish on, on all of it. Um, and I feel on a, on a like on a point where I truly believe on on the thing that we've built here that I, I, I have a feeling that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eventually there's going to be a crypto art um exhibition maybe a couple of days whatnot i'm not talking about like a, a a forever kind of exhibition but eventually you know it felt like we were so close to it you know it's just a matter of like crossing the street like the gallery where we were cho showcasing crypto art in paris was just it was literally just crossing the street from the pompidou and i think you know even if that was literally, if you think about it metaphorically, it's beautiful. We're yeah. very close. We're right? very close. Yeah. Yeah. It was cool to like watch it from the beginning. Like, how did you feel when you started seeing these big auction houses start hosting mm -hmm. NFTs? You know, it's like I'm on the fence with that subject because like I like I'm not like I'm not that junk. So 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 there's like a part of me that probably grew up like thinking like, oh, if I became an artist. You know, like that's where you end up. Like that's 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 the goal. Like I I I I knew that, right? Um, even though I was a designer and I didn't consider myself an artist, I knew that that was kind of like where where you went to become like a real serious kind of artist, right? So so it's kind of like I've been it it felt it felt like a validation. I it honestly yeah. felt like that. So it didn't feel like, oh, they're gonna come in and take over. I mean, and they're like, I was also kind of like at the same time seeing like, I think it was happening in parallel, which is super interesting. Like you have banks and you have like big companies coming into Bitcoin and buying Bitcoin. So it was kind of like, like you have Bitcoin getting uh, colonized by big, by big institutions. <laughs> and then you have NFTs being colonized by you know um like traditional art world auction houses right yeah. um yeah i don't know why i use like colonizing but it did you know, tell a, a little bit it's, it's the right word good yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i mean and they were trying to extract like let's be honest like what they were trying to do was like it's the same like the big institutions and like jp morgan it's like they tried to fight all of this up yeah. until the point where they couldn't because it's like you're gonna like miss on a big opportunity yeah, yeah. and your clients want bitcoin so you're gonna start losing money if you don't offer some kind of bitcoin kind of product right so mm -hmm. so so it's crazy so it felt like that but it but it, it you know 
it's the same. Like you feel validated, you feel validated, validated, and then uh, at least in my case, like I haven't, I haven't like dropped on like a big auction house. Um, I don't know if I would do it now, to be honest. Like yeah. it feels like that died down, um, and I think kind of like the promise of like web three of like the artists becoming like the platform and then you have like people like manifold right like talking about this and then you know you have your own smart contract and then it doesn't matter if you go sell the nft on nifty gateway on super rare on known origin like it doesn't matter like it's all about the provenance and you as an artist are completely in control of that provenance um so so right now I feel like even even me, even if I'm like quite the crypto native and the NFT native kind of artist, I'm I'm right now at the moment where it's like I don't care. But 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 I just want to say that because it, it's honest. Like I just want to be honest. Like I mean, maybe six months ago it would be like yeah 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 I would probably say yes to like Sotheby's or Christie's. Right now, it's like, I, I don't know, like I have other options. I can think better about it. Like I, I, I can come up with different strategies. Like I, I've been thinking about like putting out like um, real, like real life sculptures hmm. um, <clears throat> with the NFT inside, but you cannot separate them. I think I'd figure it out. I feel like a fucking <laughs> genius, but, but, but I, I, I'm putting it out. I, like I'm, I've been talking about this because I think we're going to see more of it. Um, and I've talked about like how I plan on doing it with other artists. So it's kind of like, I mean, it would be cool to see kind of like a movement of sculptures where you cannot um, disconnect the NFT from the physical sculpture. So, so I'm really, I'm really kind of like hoping to be able to do all of that this year. And 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 for a little while, it's been kind of like, ah, man, that's that's the kind of thing that I I I would love to see on Sotheby's. Like I. I, I feel like they would love to see that, that they would love to auction that off. But more recently, it's been like, I don't know, I, I, I'm the platform, you know, yeah, right, I, yeah. I, 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 I can like I can make the website and I can make the auction on, you know, myself, right, for the like the, even like the real life sculptures, you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like eh, I and, 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 and in terms of like how I feel, feel, feel about it, like personally, like everything that has happened to NFTs, it doesn't matter, like the good, the bad, like the people that you felt that came in to extract capital. It's like, I don't care about it like anymore. Like I don't have any kind of judgment to be honest. Like I don't give a fuck. Like it's it's been so like, I saw it grow, but then at one point it grew so fast and so quickly and it grew so big that I understood that it's the same as having your kid go to college. <laughs> you know, like it's not, your, it's you know, like, you only help raise your kid kid up 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 until uh, this point, right? Like, and then you you gotta you gotta let your kid do its own thing, right? Uh, in the world. So so for me, right? Like maybe at the beginning when I started like seeing, like you know, like the Coca Colas or the Pepsi or the Budweiser or like the Sotheby's or whatnot, it was like ah, you know, like you know, like the. Like I wanted to become like a, a, an OG maximalist kind of thing. Right, right. But 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 it, it didn't make you know like quickly it didn't make sense to me. Like it is what it is, you know. Yeah. As as you guys say on the other side of you know <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, I, it is. Right, and, and I love <laughs> that phrase because it's you know it's 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 been what it's been. It's impossible yeah. to change anything, right? That's had that's happened 
to the NFT ecosystem. And to be honest, and it might just be kind of like the wit inside of me talking, right? <laughs> but, 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 but yeah, it's, it's kind of like, it's a hippie thought. It's like, it's been worth it. Like I, I accept everything. I, I, I've enjoyed everything. Like, you know, it, it, this, this wasn't meant to happen anyways, because if the fucking COVID didn't happen at the same time, as we saw the growth of NFTs, like it wouldn't have happened the way it happened. So right. like, man, let's just be fucking grateful. That's it. Mm -hmm. It's great perspective to have. And, and we really appreciate that wisdom coming from someone who's a year ahead of us in this entire process. And mm -hmm. it's, it's cool to think now, like, cause I've, I've got some, like, oh, I hate all these PFP projects, just like scooping mm -hmm. liquidity out of the market, mm -hmm, but you mm -hmm. give me a good look of like, you know, this is going to happen regardless. There's not much stopping it, but like it could be a flash in the pan or it could continue moving on. We're just going to have more and more collectors over time to hopefully find out what's good and what's not to buy, you know? Right. Right. No, I mean, I, I get you, especially like, you mentioned like PFPs, or like the 10K PFPs. That's yeah. been that's been really crazy. And maybe if we talk enough about that, then you're gonna get in, like uh, on my bad side, and you're gonna like get me, you know, like like <laughs> angry, and, and you're gonna get like a different different Carlos. But but Lamborghini Carlos. Lamborghini Carlos. Yeah, you're gonna get like a fucking Lamborghini. <laughs> that's a great one. Larry oh, that's a great one. That's a great one. I love that one. You're gonna get Lamborghini Carlos. So you know, you, so so I think if we talk enough about like PFPs, like I get to to Lamborghini Carlos. <laughs> but even even like it, it needs to. It, it's I mean I I've been trying to to yeah to rationalize it that way. Like it, it like whatever was meant to happen was gonna happen. I mean if, if there was like all of a sudden too much money involved. Right. And, and, and greed is one of the biggest human, I mean, motivators there, there is, you know, I mean, come on, let's be, let's be completely honest. So, I mean, but then you wouldn't have like artists like myself being able, I mean, you could see it that way, obviously. Oh, but Carlos could have been in, instead of where he is right now. I mean, uh, financially, he could have been here. But it's like I'm okay, you know. I I I come from like you know far below where I am right now, and I and I've gone through some very difficult, you know, economically speaking, um, times. So um, even with the fucking ugliest, scammiest, you know, PFP coming into like the the, the ecosystem and getting and extracting all that money outside of the ecosystem, even with that. You had an artist from like base coming from like a third world third world country, right? Or like uh, how do they say it now? Politically correct? What's like the politically correct? Uh, uh, no, under envía uh, de desarrollo. Like it's on its way to becoming becoming developing. 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 Yeah. developing. It's the verb exactly. We're, we're developing. <laughs> on the way we're to develop. We're developed. not developing. We're, we're developing. <laughs> right. 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 Because apparently you cannot say like third world. Like, <laughs> it's, I didn't know that. It's not politically. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I like. I got my 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 teenage daughter. Like she told me, no, 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 no. It's it's not third world anymore. Like that was back in your time, but now it's it's like that's how, how you know. So oh, we're so, our parents now. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Oh, so 
it's it, it's horrible. Like life is cyclical, so everything that you do comes back. You know, like <laughs> back to um, the loops. Yeah. Back to the loops. Back to the fucking loops. Yeah. That's beautiful. Beautiful connection. So so even even with the PFPs, you had you, you had artists like myself coming from like a developing nation, you know, like coming from like a third world city like Mexico City, right? Right in the fucking middle of like a global pandemic and still uh, still being able to survive. Yeah. Right. Um, and be able, like, I, I didn't have to leave Mexico City to try to make it as an artist in New York City, right? I didn't have to, like, go to London or, or Paris. I mean, ironically enough, I just came from Paris and I had the <laughs> opportunity to be in fucking Paris thanks to, to NFTs. Um, another loop. But, but, another loop. But I, <laughs> but I didn't have to, I didn't have to, like, you know, make a move there i mean i i was able and i know other artists that were able to do this you know from from their respective countries right so you have like osinachi in nigeria right um and love and that have, work by the way on super rare we saw him beautiful. very early on i love that style it's beautiful it's beautiful um and you have like even like even with like artists inside of like because i i like to like talk about like the artists that are outside, you know, like the States or New York, but, but, but because you have, you know, like, let, let me just like make that clear. Like you've had plenty of us like here in Mexico. I, I, I know maybe they're not like the, the most like flashiest of stories, like the people with the $69 million. But the thing is like, even, even though it's been like much less, for for people in mexico for people in argentina or for people in brazil you know it's been life-changing it's been like changing even if they you know it, it's not even close to that kind of money yeah. um it's been like changing to to many 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 artists i mean in in, in latin america in africa uh but but not, but not all either that's what i was trying to get at like you have somebody like i admire a lot like matt kane um, I'm not quite sure exactly where he is in the States, but it's like, he's not in New York city, right? Like he, he, like decentralized, like the, the decentralization of culture works even inside of like uh, a country like the United States. Right. Right. And that's even yeah. like, when you think about it, that's even cooler because it's kind of like, you know, like it's become like the, 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 the narrative, like, oh, you have Carlos in Mexico City, you know, being able to tap into like a fucking global art market, you know, and be able to make a name for himself and be able to make a little bit of bank. And then you have like other people like Neurocolors here in Mexico. Um, and you have like a couple of them in Argentina, Frenetic Boy, blah, blah, blah. You have, um, but, but, but then you have somebody like Matt Cain, um, who is in, I don't know if it's in, in Wisconsin, like, I don't know exactly. But you know what I mean? Like he didn't have to move to to New York to make it as an artist, you know? And that's also kind of like really crazy. And I don't think people, you know, who are in the States talk enough about that. You know, like it's been decentralizing culture even inside of the United States. Yeah, that's, that's so true. So like, what do you say to artists who are like anti-NFT? Because it seems like um, it's usually like established artists that are kind of like putting their nose up at it. If you found a, an artist in a developing country, this is kind of a no-brainer. You like, right. you should be on this. Right, right. They, 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 there's no, it's the same. 
with kind of like, and I'm, I'm sorry to keep like making the connection to like, you know, the cryptocurrency world, you know, with Bitcoin and, and Ether, but, but, you know, you get like a really good parallels in there because it's the same. Like if you, if you have like every kind of like financial vehicle, then why would you want to like double unless you're like a fucking vegan, right? Unless you want to go like for those crazy high fucking APIs because who wouldn't want to go, you know, crazy <laughs> for those freaking high APIs on DeFi, right? <laughs> right? But 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 unless you like you're a degen in like a developed country, like it it doesn't necessarily make sense to you because you have access to the stock market, you have access to like brokers, you have access to very different kind of like unsophisticated, you know, financial vehicles. Um, but then if you're in the in the in the developing part of the world, it's kind of like, oh, oh, of course, it's just going to make sense because there's no other option. Right. So if, if, if like people have been saying, oh, if Bitcoin kind of like matches the stock stock market, so it might not be necessarily a hedge against, you know, um, like the like like the stock market. But if you if you say that to somebody in Argentina or in Colombia, it's like, oh, you mean like I can I can like play the, the, the US stock market without having to be in the States? Right. Because right. you know, it just follows the stock market. So, you know, it, or, or or you know, it's similar to it. So it seems to be growing or moving as Bitcoin moves. Man, that sounds like a great fucking proposition to yeah. anybody. No one's ever explained it like that to me. That makes so much sense. Right. And because I was actually one of those, ah, but then it doesn't make sense if Bitcoin keeps like, and I don't know, you know, maybe at some time it actually decouples, right? And it goes, uh, and hopefully it goes higher and it performs, and it has been performing better already, but it just keeps performing better than the SP500, right? And like, but, but, but even like for somebody outside the US, even if it like, the only thing that Bitcoin does right now is just follow like the US stock markets. There's like a value proposition there. Like yeah. that's cool. That's cool. Oh, but then there's Ethereum and I can have stable coins. <laughs> so, so that means that I can move some of my freaking Argentinian pesos that have uh, been devalued. I think I was talking to like our Argentinian friend two days ago. Was it like, I don't want to go and search for it. It was either like 20% or well, 50%. I'm heading to, I'm heading to Colombia on Friday. So I have some Colombian pesos on the way to my house from my bank. I got <laughs> 700,000 pesos for 200 that's, USD. That's crazy. Yeah. They have like, yeah, Colombia has like a lot of fucking zeros. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how, how, how Colombian, how the Colombian peso inflated this past year. But like the Argentinian peso did terribly, like the Mexican peso. So I'm guessing the Colombian peso, you know, inflated, you know, quite a lot. Uh, and then you have people that have experience in Latin American, in Latin America, uh, like big, you know, devaluations of the of the currency. So it's like a fucking no brainer. It's just like it makes sense. Like no, no, no. So you're telling me like if I put it here, blah, blah, blah. It's just gonna like. And then you have like stable dollars, so I can buy dollars really, really easy forget it forget it like i'm not gonna like I'm, I'm not gonna get into like you know even like the 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 the, the ecological thing the, the the ecological ramifications of it because if you're in a in a situation of poverty where you don't have many options 
and you see that some of this technology might be able to pull pull you out of poverty like i think the model duty is to pull yourself out of like the bad situation that you are in yeah. because i, I think, think i heard recently that the the less people the earth has in poverty the the better off everyone would be when it comes to pollution and things of that nature it's bringing everyone up right do you, you want everybody to like fucking eat granola and do yoga you need to like give them a little bit more education a little bit more right like, you know you, you need to get them there you know because you know if, you, if you're like struggling just to like cover the basics you know it doesn't like you, who, why are you like you're gonna tell some like a little kid selling stuff here on the streets of mexico city oh don't throw the rubber on the street you know right. that, that that's a fucking kid that's working at eight years old you know all day not going to school it's like you know you you so so we better solve the poverty thing as if as if it were also part of like an like it's part of the ecology right, right. like you cannot have like an ecology like an a, 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 like an ecological utopia if you have like a lot of poor people i'm it sorry work. it doesn't work so so even in that sense you know like there's no option for a lot of like artists on this part of the world so when you think about the possibility of like what's the other possibility you know keep doing design keep working you know for other person being paid really you know like here in mexico like the wages are really low and then you don't have like a social security net so if you start falling down the cracks you're gonna like fall down you know there's no like food coupons or there's no like you know nothing like that like the, like the things you would get like in canada or or in the states so so man like that's that that was me like when COVID began it's like i don't have any other option you know i'm i'm, I'm betting on crypto i mean things are not gonna get too good um i i cannot have my money in mexican pesos and what are my options? You know, I have now NFTs and I can tap into like a global art market. Man, like this is what I'm going to do. Yeah, like it's like, it's like the I, it, and I, I think I've said I've had this that this feeling before. It's like the risk was to, to not be in, involved or taking the risk. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Just to kind yeah. of kind of, you know, generalize it. But there's always a, like a, a learning curve. Like at every point, and I feel like um, you're always someone that's brought up as someone that's kind of been a point of contact. That you know, it's either seeking advice or just you know, someone's giving me some guidance. So, I guess at what point did you did you feel like could like give good advice or like has it always been just based off your experience? And then you know, I mean, if, if the question is like if I've always been like a cool guy, yeah, I've always been, <laughs> I've always been like a nice. Yeah, cool dude, you're wicked approachable. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, yo, do you fucking send you? Okay, yeah. Thanks for making me feel better. <laughs> yeah, how long have you been cool? How long? Yeah, how long? but I think NFT has made me have made me like a nicer person. Yeah. To be honest, honestly, honestly, I mean, it's made me. It's made me. It might. It might sound like you know, like ah, oh, this guy is just so into like NFTs. You know, he's pretty <laughs> like brainwashed. But it, it's 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 my truth. I mean, I can only speak about my truth, right? Yeah. Um, and the the fact is, like, it's given me the opportunity, the resources, to be able to get to know myself better, to 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 be more in co in contact with myself, being more in contact with my family, right? Because I've I've been able to spend more time with them without having like the worry about like, oh, I need to like you know um, hand in this this design, you know, 
um, I have this deadline. I, I have to like go search for work. You know, I've been, you know, doing this full time two years, you know, and I didn't imagine that that was like play out like that. Um, so, so I think at, at, at the, like at the point where I saw that this was having like a real impact on my life and my family's life, it just felt like I, like if you approach me, I, I have the responsibility of giving you, you know, the access to the same kind of information and technology and group of people um, that have changed my life too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just being able to shoot someone a question, get an answer. It, it just, you know, trusting mm -hmm. an opinion or just looking for an opinion. It's always easy to ask. So, and that's the trust that we all kind of lean on in that trustless network that we're in. It's like, right. I feel like, you know, we've done trades with people with no middlemen, like, because we've just talked to them on Twitter or discord for a long time, you know, and it wasn't a big deal. Nobody tried to rip us off. I think if you right. get to know people out there, like most people are in it for the right reasons, you know? I think so too. I think so too. And I think you've been able like, like with your, with this podcast, um, you've been able to like filter, you know, artists and thought leaders and developers and whatnot. Um, so I think, you know, like just myself now with the metaphysical space on Superword, um, I'm going to be able to curate, right? Um, and I've been trying to bring in, I'm going to try to bring in artists that resonate kind of in the same vibe, you know? Um, and I think you're probably doing the same, right? And it's kind of like, I, I don't have to necessarily, and I think that's the decentralized part, even though it's human, um, human interactions, it's still like a little bit trustless because I have like podcasts like this podcast to kind of like figure out who's who, right? It might sound a little bit like, oh, just because I'm now here, I want to, I want to make sure people know, that, you know, what, what kind of thing you can get out of this podcast. But, but, but I think, you know, not only with your podcast, but with many, you know, any, yeah. any other kind of media that's been out, like getting out there regarding NFTs, you know, <clears throat> just start creating that, that kind of like, you know, trust, right? Like I start yeah. trusting um, the podcast, you know, and the people that are in there because I trust the podcast, blah, 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 blah. You know, so that's how it gets built, I think. So that's beautiful. That's beautiful. And it's straight from the people that we're talking to, you know, it's not like a 140 characters on Twitter every now and again. You get a, a long form conversation with someone. It's nice to know what they're all about, you know. Yeah. Right. You also, right. I think, summarize our podcast like better than we ever have. Just say, finding <laughs> out, like, who is who? <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Three, three words, technically two words. Yeah. <laughs> Technically yeah. a sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. But that might have to be the new I, description. Come find out who is who. Who's who? Like, and 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 that's that's the beauty. That's the beauty because I have people actually um, inside the list of the podcast that you've put out that I think I know them. Like, I've I've been you know following their careers and I like their art, but I haven't had the opportunity. I mean, I know, like you said, like you don't get the whole thing from like uh, 140 characters. So it's like I, I already have on, on the list of this podcast, some podcasts that I'm like, oh, this is my opportunity to get to know this person finally, you know? Yeah, and, I, I think and, that's and, what we're and, always looking for. It's like, yeah, just curiosity, asking questions and learning along the way. <laughs> exactly. And if it happens organically, like it's been happening, yeah. Um, it's, it's beautiful. Right. And, and it feels like we're 
playing a part in the making of um, some kind of like history about technology and art and 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 I think this is what's missing sometimes because people get too caught up in in the prices right yeah. in the money in the in the even like the artist like whoever tells you like you don't get you don't start to get confused you know like you don't you don't start to get like different ideas of like what's your value because yeah. of how you know the market <laughs> collectors value your nfts man like tell me the secret because you must be like a fucking you know <laughs> send monk right like you have <laughs> another way of right right so it's it's um it's 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 this it's these conversations like you really get to understand that there's a lot of humanity behind all of all of us right and and all of the protocols and all of the platforms and all of the media outlets and 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 yeah i mean it, that, it, it wouldn't like you don't you don't get the picasso prices because of how good picasso is like you know you get the picasso prices because there's a narrative around picasso right like right. people keep talking about picasso keep, people keep talking about like writing about frida kahlo or diego rivera or all, all of these like artists um salvador dali um so so if there wasn't spaces right to record the conversations that we're having at this point of history. Like for me, yeah, yeah. like this fucking podcast, like it, it's not for now. It's maybe even for like later on, right? right we're, yeah. we're finally kind of like, you know, you know, writing kind of like the final first chapter of like NFTs, you know what I mean? So, so, so it's interesting to just document it um, without having any kind of like certainty, like who cares? Like just enjoy, like just enjoying the ride of, thinking that we're doing something that might be, you know, that might be written into history. I think it's enough satisfaction. Uh, if that, that makes sense. If that yeah, makes sense. Yeah. You just like, did you just steal like my actual thought and feeling of <laughs> why we do this? <laughs> no, it's, it rings so true, bro. And, and, and I literally couldn't have said it better. So I'm going to listen to this back and then I'm going to, um, memorize it. So whenever anyone asks me why I do it, that's what I'm going to respond with. Damn. Seriously though, we appreciate Thank the kind words because like that is really the kind of the, the the ethos behind why we continue down this path, and we 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 definitely share those same outlooks. Yeah, we feel it. You know, it's something in the zeitgeist, right? It's like we had to document this, so grab two mics and just went, and it it, it was a lot easier than we ever imagined. People were really willing to talk about nfts <laughs> everyone's <laughs> been really excited about it so yeah. um that has not been difficult on our part but to your point of of documenting the history like with our year anniversary coming up we'll be putting out the episodes on twitter one year after and saying mm -hmm. you know if you want to look back at where we were a year ago this is the timestamp. go and you know listen to this person back and see you know how they felt about the space a year ago that'll be the first, complete the first loop on on all of them yeah <laughs> right right it's the first loop but hopefully it's just like the first loop of many 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 more yeah. because i think you know if i'm like i'm just trying to get into your minds for a second like it's been 15 plus episodes in in one year you know getting like you know the most interesting information directly from like the source about like nfts and and, and crypto art. so so in terms of like the wealth that there is in that year you know when when like the the the, the historians like the art historians of the future 
right? Like 10, 15 years, 20 years in the future. It's like, where do I go? Where do I go to get kind of like the side guys of like, you know, those first couple of years and you have like, you know, one of the, if not the most interesting year, right? 2021, uh, most of 2021, you have it all documented and you have, and you have what people were thinking in, 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 in like one of the most interesting periods of all of this. So, so I, I'm pretty sure it's going to be like a history, historical artifact, you know, the, the complete, you know, first year of, 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 of your podcast, you know, um, I don't, I don't, I don't fucking see this thing ending and I'm, I'm starting to, I feel like I, I just recently saw that Johnny Depp was trying to send like <laughs> messages through like media that he was being abused, you know, that he was being domestically abused. Like there's like one video where he's like, I'm, I need to get out of like the situation I am. And now people are going back and they're kind of like putting the pieces together. It was like, man, you know, <clears throat> Johnny Depp was going through, through some stuff, you know, yeah, he, um, was. he was going, you know, and, and, and now like everything. And, and, and I feel like, like a little bit, it's like, dude, NFTs doesn't end. Like I'm trapped yeah. inside of this. And it keeps going and it keeps going and 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 it doesn't end like you know help me get me out of here when is, when is it when is it gonna end and 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 it's like fuck it like you know like like the the stanley kubrick movie like you know stop stop being afraid and start like i don't remember the title but it's like stop being afraid of like like i would i would paraphrase it that's like stop being afraid of where are going nfts and just enjoy the fucking ride because apparently it's a fucking right, you know, yeah. and it's gonna be here for a little while longer. So, dude, yeah, yeah. yeah. 100%. Dude. We'll be here to document it. We'll have to talk to you again, Carlos. This has been awesome, mm. dude. Like, for as sure. many times like, as you guys want. Yeah, well, we can talk forever. So, we'll definitely have to get another one on the books. We'll wait a couple months, which will feel like a few years before we right. talk. I also feel like like you're underselling the fact that you're you're eventually going to put out an actual sculpture that's got a uh, like a ledger wallet with an undisclosed amount of ETH inside of it. And one day, it's just going <laughs> to pop up. <laughs> yeah, 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 you're really close. That, that, that's actually, yeah, yeah, yep, yep. That's, that's a concept. It. I just, I, I'm glad That's I didn't forget that. I'm glad I didn't forget that idea because I was. And I'm like, I'm like, like, why haven't nobody like thought about it? <laughs> and 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 I've been just putting it, putting it out out there to see if like, because it it and that's the beauty of like the community. Just like quickly, like just like it's like yeah. it's it's cool if I do it. And maybe if you know, I'll, I'll be the first one to do it, uh, because I haven't I haven't seen nobody else kind of like do it. Obviously. I mean, nobody's going to do it the way I'm going to do it, right? right nobody's yeah, going to yeah. do it the way you're going to do it. Um, and that's the beauty of it. But it, it feels like if I only do it, it's going to feel kind of like gimmicky and I'm going to be like the only one. It's going to be another gimmicky NFT thing. And I'd rather put the idea out there to see if it becomes like a movement. Yeah, yeah, right. You know what right, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you get like more artists, like, like fucking do it. Like let's invade the, the, the real life sculptural market world with nfts but yeah something like that something yeah, like love that. it so that's a <laughs> and then you'll a have nugget, a little nugget you'll have architects out there you know like oh, <laughs> this, building, this is my nft of this building that i built yeah, 13th floor that's that's the i mean thing. it goes on forever man thing. it goes for exactly so it's like yeah <laughs> you want to make sure that the the, the fucking ledger is still on the walls you know the 13th <laughs> floor like it's in there um when you buy the whole building but exactly. i think i think i think that's gonna happen 
you know? that's like that's like Blue Streak. I don't, I don't know if you remember Blue Streak, the Martin Lawrence movie where the the diamond is stuck in the uh, vent in the in the p- police station. That's a deep cut. <laughs> Blue Streak is one of those movies that I will never forget buying because it was at like Costco, and I was sick one day, and my mom let me buy a DVD off of the. <laughs> Off of the, <laughs> off the shelf, and it was Martin Lawrence, Blue Streak, <laughs> Dave Chappelle. Yeah, yeah. Maybe one of Dave Chappelle's best characters. Oh, Dave Chappelle is on that movie? In that movie? Yeah, early Dave Chappelle. Yeah, totally. Damn, now I want to see it. Very now young. It again. Blue, Blue Streak, put it on your list. It's definitely yeah. on like Amazon Prime. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. So it's 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 something like, I, I remember seeing it, like, you know, so I, I, I more or less, like, so it's something it's, like that. So like yeah, the diamond in that movie just replaced it with a ledger, and that's what With a ledger, because because... <laughs> Because the diamond has been, you know, in terms of value with a ledger, like you can have much more value on a in a ledger yep. that you can have uh, in a on, in a diamond. So it's like, why haven't you seen more of it? So I'm hoping we see more of it this year. At, at least I'm putting something out, you know, in that vein, you know, I'm putting something out there. So that's one of the projects, you know, that people can keep an eye for. Hopefully, it. it'll be oh, out, and the OX know. Society too, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. In Montreal, yeah, yeah, yeah. In a couple of days, yeah. I love that project. I love that gallery. Like it's so well put together, so well designed. Um, I think you know, crypto art and NFTs are like NFT art. is at that point where we're trying to figure out how do how do we exhibit it right in the real world. Um, and there's like you know so many options and so many different ways of going about it. Uh, and I think you know, um, art society has one of the best places to go watch. You know. In real life, you know, and get a drink and, and and connect with other people in yeah yeah in 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 Montreal in Canada. That's on our yeah. list. We're not too far away. Yeah. We've been saying we need to get up to Montreal soon and see Aphoria and his dad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should. You definitely should like that. Like the scene there is so so cool. Yeah, yeah. There's like a lot of cool. Like I know like fuck render. He's from Montreal, but he's not in in Montreal, right? So, but, but it seems like I, I used to live in, I lived in Toronto for a little while, but I never had the chance. I was like working my ass off. Like this was before NFTs. Like I, uh, I've only had chance to do really cool stuff after NFTs. You know, before, <laughs> NFTs before NFTs, it was like, I'm in Toronto, but I cannot go to Montreal. But yeah, but I'm going to have, I'm going to have, you know, one of my, my artworks there um, in, in a couple of days that that, oh, that nice. opens up. And it's super, I'm super excited about it because it has to do with like technology and ecology, right? And how it impacts ah. ecology. So I am doing an infinity room where um, it's, uh, it's in El Salvador and, <clears throat> and you're, you see like the volcano, volcanoes, you know that they wanna like use the energy from the volcanoes to like power the Bitcoin miner. So it's like the volcano <laughs> with the Bitcoin miners and you wow. go, you know, inside the volcano and you see like the Bitcoin miners and you go out and you see the volcano again. And it's like, you know, a forever loop. But, you know, talking about like, you know, there's things that are being done, you know, to alleviate, you know, the impact. And like, you know, um, let's not even like fucking talk about Ethereum, which is moving to like proof of stake. So it's like, you know, but then even Bitcoin, which is probably always going to be proof of work. You know, it's moving to like um, renewable, renewable kind of energy, right? Like green energy. So I just wanted to like put that out out there, like that message. You know, like you know, we're we're helping, you know, people in the developing world. We're we're like democratizing, you know, the art market. We're democratizing the financial markets. 
but we're also you know making the move to like greener energy yeah. for a lot of like instances in this industry so you know why why don't talk about it instead of like you know talking about like the bad stuff oh we're not there yet like people just like like talk to love to talk about like the things that are still wrong instead of like man we're like you know we're moving forward right and we're making improvements like let's figure out how do we make more improvements there and how we you know applaud the people that are making improvements in in that area so that's why i'm talking about like you know the volcanoes and the bitcoin miners in in el salvador that's awesome man we can't look we can't <coughs> wait to check that out you said in a couple of days no uh -huh. in a couple of days yeah the 23rd it should be out there i'm gonna tokenize at the 23rd yes yes sir okay. so super excited about that in a couple of days i've been working on that you know the past month I think so. I'm super, super excited about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, then, then a couple of weeks later, the metaphysical space drops on Superware, um, and I'm curating there the nice. the artists. They're gonna be from Latin America. Um, this first exhibition, it's all female Latin American crypto artists um, from Argentina, Brazil, Puerto Rico, uh, Venezuela um mexico so yeah yeah like all 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 the continent all south america um and they're gonna be part of superware um because i decided that, that's, that's awesome man. <laughs> hey congrats on winning that again thanks thanks man that is thanks. That's so fucking cool yeah man, it's, you, been, man. it's been a pleasure to meet you dude it's um we, same we same likewise we definitely got some more to chop it up about but um yeah i mean Who's who? Carlos Marcial. We'll be here. And, we'll be here. Honestly, I haven't felt this relaxed in a long time, you know, doing interviews. Um, and and I, I knew from like listening to you guys, you know, that you had like a really cool vibe to you. Um, but you're, you're never sure. You're like, okay, let me see. Let me see what happens to me. Right? Like, let me see what happens to me. And, <laughs> yeah. and I gotta say, you know, I haven't felt this relaxed in a long while. And I felt like all my ideas flew perfectly and I was listening to you guys and I felt like I was in the moment and it felt really good. No, Thank yeah, you. This, is, this is a Thank bright, man. And we'll, Great vibes. And we'll get to listen back to it too, so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this will come out on Monday. When? Monday. Next Monday. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Cool. Timing, cool. Man. Okay. Perfect, guys. I gotta go yeah, back. It looks dark there now, so yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's getting dark, so I gotta go. Maybe your family or something. What are you doing? <laughs> exactly. exactly. No, it's, it's, Later, bro. it's crazy. It's crazy because it's like, what, what, what is that doing? Like, oh, he's working, but I'm, I'm on Twitter. You know, I'm just <laughs> he's working. Anyway, okay. <laughs> gotta go. Bye, Carlos. Take care. Bye. Bye. Damn, that's nifty. single line. I sure as hell didn't know that. Fuck Render built a gallery to raise new artist popularity. What a guy. Yeah, man. It's a good guy. 
too much lag like a nomad All his belongings in a single bag All these things, can't you see? I learned all that's NFT That's nifty, that's NFT That's a nifty, nifty NFT That's nifty, that's NFT That's a nifty, nifty NFT That's nifty, that's NFT That's a nifty, nifty NFT That's nifty, that's NFT That's a nifty, nifty NFT Damn, that's a nifty NFT